0: If Elon Musk buys Twitter, instead of banning woke people, will he put them on a rocket ship and shoot them into the sun? Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. A couple culture war segments here. Uh, Kyrie Irving, unvaccinated NBA player, and will Elon Musk buy Twitter? So Kyrie Irving is a basketball superstar. He plays for the Brooklyn Nets. He got in the news maybe two years ago because he was saying that he wasn't sure if the earth was round or flat. And, you know, the people in power hammered him until he's like, uh, I'm pretty sure it's round. But the NBA created a vaccine mandate, I think, this season, and he refused to get vaccinated. Like several, a number of players, I mean, you know, first, African Americans are, I think, the most unvaccinated race in America. So, you know, you it would stand to reason that some uh, NBA players would also be unvaccinated but basically they get they have guaranteed contracts but they still get paid by the game. If you refuse to play in a game or whatever they call it refusing, you don't get paid. So I think uh pretty much pretty much every NBA player buckled and got vaccinated, but whatever, he stood by his guns and never got vaccinated. And so I think he just wasn't playing for a little while and then the NBA went back on their rule, but because he plays in Brooklyn, there was a New York City rule about vaccination. And so I don't know how exactly it went down, but it was kind of funny because, so, you know, the Brooklyn Nets, they play in, let's call it the Brooklyn Nets Stadium. And I think at one point, you know, all all the audience had to be vaccinated, the opposing team had to be vaccinated, and all the Brooklyn Nets players had to be vaccinated. And then they rejiggered their uh, vaccine rules in New York a few times. And I think at various times, like maybe... The audience didn't have to be vaccinated, but if you worked at the stadium, which I guess a basketball player is a worker, you had to be vaccinated. So the crowd could be unvaccinated, but he still had to be vaccinated. And for whatever reason, if the opposing team players were not um, vaccinated, they could also play, and he still couldn't play. And then, like, other cities didn't have the vaccine mandate, so he would just play the away games. You know, the Brooklyn Nets went to Cincinnati. That's not even a team, is it? Cleveland. Sorry. If the Brooklyn Nets went to Cleveland, uh, then he could play. But at his home home t- home stadium, he couldn't play. And so the whole thing was just kind of amusing. I mean, I've got I'm triple vaxed, whatever. But I uh, I do applaud people who stand up for what they believe in, as long as it doesn't hurt other people. I don't know. Do I really applaud people? Maybe I do. I applaud him for whatever reason. I applaud people who stand up for stuff they believe in. If that thing is anti-woke. And I think he probably lost like five to ten million dollars doing this stuff. Yeah, so he's took by his guy, you know, he, by he had principles right or wrong. I mean, I'm like, you know, I've said before, I'm totally vaccinated. I'm ready for my next jab. But uh, I do commend people who stand by their principles. And uh, the way you can tell if someone is truly standing by their principles is how much money they lost. And so he he stood by his principles more than anyone else period that I know of. And that will relate to a later story about Disney, but the second thing I want to talk about is uh, Elon Musk talking about Twitter. So Elon Musk, he's a billionaire, but he's also, he's got a screw loose. I mean, I absolutely love the man, but he's got a screw loose. I guess I'll just say, the one bad thing that he did, I don't know why the hell he did this stuff, but I don't know if you remember, there was like, I don't know if it was in Thailand or Guatemala. I think it was Thailand. Anyways, there's a bunch of Kids that got stuck in a underground cave. I mean, I think they were young teenagers, soccer team or something. And it took them maybe 12 days to get them out. Like they were sending divers in. You know, you know, it's one of those. You know, it's an underground cave system that is partially full of water at different places, and they got stuck in a little air pocket part. So I think they were like sending divers in there with like food and air and whatever as they tried to figure out a way to get them out, and it the whole saga went on for like 2 weeks and i don't know whatever elon was being a freaking idiot but anyways like some diver some british man diver went and he was kind of the hero he got the kids out i think they maybe had to knock some of the kids unconscious because they because they couldn't swim and they'd start thrashing around so they like put a, like a oxygen mask on these unconscious kids and like haul them out through this you know convoluted underground cave system that's filled with water and then Elon Musk is like, oh, I wanna help. And I forget, I forget who he's gonna be. He's like, Tesla can with their batteries or something, can solve this situation. And people are like, well, whatever. He didn't solve the situation. It was basically this British diver guy. And Elon got pissed off at that guy and called him a pedophile. And to my knowledge, uh, there was never any evidence about that at all. I mean, you know, I guess, you know, the guy visited Thailand. Which, you know, that's a little iffy. Oh, you love going to Thailand, huh? As a 55-year-old white man. But anyways, Elon doubled down on Twitter several times, calling this guy a pedophile with no evidence. So that was when Elon was at his worst. Everything besides that, he's freaking awesome. But so he did a... Elon did a Twitter poll on Twitter the other day. Um, and he asked... You know, free speech, he said, free speech is important for democracy. Do you think that Twitter is helping with free speech? Or something like that. And I think it came back uh, 70%, 2 million people replied, 70% of them said that Twitter is not standing up for free speech, and 30% said Twitter was standing up, doing a good job somehow. And I think he said something like, you know, choose wisely on this poll because it will have real consequences. Now what the hell does that mean? And so the internet got up in a, they got their panties into, you know, a nice little bunch. And the two ideas are that he would create an alternative to Twitter or that he would buy Twitter. Now there's already a bunch of alternatives to Twitter. There's like Gitter, Gab, um, Parlor, and I think, you know. Either two more or possibly 20 more. Like, everyone is always trying to create an alternative to Twitter because they're like, you know, like Twitter kicked, kicked Trump off of there. Basically, conservatives. Twitter likes to kick conservatives off of Twitter. And so everyone thinks there's an opportunity. Well, I do. if I just start an alternative, and then the cons- conservatives all come over to my alternative, then we're going to really have something. Oh, right. Truth Social. That was when Trump started his own one or something. I, mean, I don't think it's gone anywhere. But because Twitter kicks off, you know, the maybe like the the one third of America that's furthest to the right, you know, a huge amount of America, whatever that is, 100 million people, because it kicks those kind of people off of Twitter, people always think that they can start an alternative. But uh, as we can see, they can't. And the reason why, Twitter is like Facebook for famous, rich, and powerful people. Like, you know, I guess on Facebook, uh, you know, Elon Musk and Steven Spielberg and Barack Obama could all go friend each other and be friends on Facebook, but they don't do that. They do that kind of stuff on Twitter. And, you know, it it goes to lower levels than that, but, you know, you get all the... If you're a writer for New York Times, you're on Twitter. If you're making Marvel movies, you're on Twitter. If you're the CEO of a giant oil company, you're on Twitter. And so... You just can't get all those people to move over to some other alternative all at once. And if you can't do that, then you can't beat them. Because rich rich and powerful people want to talk to other rich and powerful people and listen to other rich and powerful people. And so I looked up the market cap. If you, if you ever want to know how much a company is worth, the term for that is market cap. That's all the shares of stock that exist times the current value of those shares. You know, if there's 100 shares in existence, and they're each worth $1,000, then the market cap of a company is $100,000, and you could buy every single share in the company and completely own it. So, market cap. Anyways, the market cap of Twitter is $30 billion yesterday. And I think Elon Musk, his worth, I mean, this is all in uh, Tesla stock mostly, uh, is like $300 billion. So, for one-tenth of his money, he could buy all of Twitter. I mean, maybe. Usually when you try and do a takeover of a company, it drives the stock, the price of the stock up. So like if Elon Musk said, I'm going to buy every stock, all of a sudden the company would go from 30 billion probably to hundred billion because people are like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to hold on to mine and force him to pay me more later. And then to control a company, you don't need all the stock. If you got 51% of the stock, that'll give you total control. It's like a democracy. And beyond that, a lot of people have total control of their companies with maybe like 10% of the stock. Like I think Elon Musk, he probably owns about 10% of Tesla, but you know, whoever's number two owns 1% or something, or or is a mutual fund who isn't a person. And so if you own 10% of Tesla, that gives you total control because you're just so far ahead of whoever's number two. Well, anyways, there's some boring economics for you now. So Elon, he could buy Twitter. Anyways, that was all over Twitter. It was a hashtag, buy Twitter. People are going crazy. People think that'd be awesome. I I don't know if I mentioned, Elon Musk is anti-woke. I mean, he's the only rich and powerful person who's anti-woke than I can think of. I mean, Donald Trump, whatever. When he was president, he was powerful and he was anti-woke. But you know, the amount of money that Donald Trump has is absolutely nothing compared to like Elon Musk. So I mean whatever, he's richer than me, so I don't know. There's another person who's rich and powerful, Donald Trump. You really, the list of rich and powerful people who are anti-woke is very short. And of course, Donald Trump cannot get out of his own way to do anything, whatever. He's like, oh, a squirrel, and he goes off and chases the squirrel. But if Elon bought Twitter, I mean, I'm sure this is not happening. That would be interesting, and you know, you don't have to make it total free speech. I mean, you know, someone said it the other day. You know, total free speech, so you can spam the n word all day long. And I'm a free speech absolutist. Like I don't care if someone wants to spam. Someone wants to start a Twitter account and do that. I don't give an f. I mean, I just I'm not going to read that. What a boring Twitter account that is. That's stupid. It's not going to change my opinion on anything. Whatever. I believe in total free speech. But anyways, you can't really have that because it just it's not a good look. It's not a good look to let people spam the n word. For instance, I mean that's the extreme example that obviously you go to to illustrate your point. But, you know, I think one thing that people would like is that if Twitter would enforce its rules, like Twitter has rules and they're like written down and then they don't follow their own rules and their rules are like, if you do this, you get kicked off. And if you don't do this, you can stay on. And then they go kick off everyone on the conservative side and they let everyone on the liberal side stay like, you know, oh, you support 570 Black Lives Matter riots, you can stay. Oh, you support one January 6th right? You gotta go. etc. I don't know, like, one, ex- uh, whatever. That brings up something about Disney, so let's talk about that next. Or maybe in a separate podcast, this thing's getting a little long. So is Elon Musk gonna buy Twitter and, like, save America and save the world from the woke mob, the wokesters? I mean, I would say that's probably a one in a hundred chance. Although you never know with Elon, because he's single-handedly, um preventing climate change with like electric cars and solar rooftops. And he's also building spaceships to take everyone to Mars because we're about to nuke each other over Russia doing whatever or China doing whatever in their virus labs. Like I will say, so Elon Musk is like, we gotta go we gotta put a bunch of people on Mars in case in case everyone on Earth dies. And I'll tell you what, up until I don't know, this month, until a month ago or something, I'm like, that's stupid. But as the lab leak hypothesis keeps not being disproven, so China may have leaked a virus out of the lab that did you-know-what, and Russia keeps talking about using nukes, I mean, like, right there, there there's two things that I thought would never, ever happen. Like, there's no frickin' way that someone would release a deadly virus that would kill all the people, or someone would start a nuclear war. And now, uh, you know, in the last two years, and especially the last month, I'm like, it sounds like all, all bets are off the table, or whatever. So buying Twitter and, like, saving America from woke people? I don't know. You, you just never know. Twitter handle, at Anti-Woke Podcast, and thanks for listening.